Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So, are we going to play hide and seek today? Because that's what it sounds like to me with the title of this episode. No, not really. We're going to talk about kebabs today. Just thought it would make a catchy title. That's all. Cool. So it's just seat kebabs that we're going to talk about today, or other kebabs too? Well, you will just have to wait and see. Guess it's time to run that intro music now. Welcome back. Dims, what do you know about kebabs? Well, they are filling and they taste nice when I'm hungry, lol. Yes, that's right. Well, kebabs are made of meat and it depends on the type of meat due to dietary, location or religious reasons. There are many varieties around the world. And in this episode, we hope to cover a few. Hey Dims, did you know how many ways in the English language that's both American and British, the way kebab is spelt? thought it was the same way for kebabs, as far as spelling goes. Probably pronounced differently. Like for example, us Brits, we say kebabs. And our American cousins say kebabs. Well, in my research... I found two. In North America, they spell it like K-A-B-O-B-S. And obviously, you know us Brits, we spell it as K-E-B-A-B-S. Yeah, but like I said, it's probably still pronounced K-Babs. Woo! America! Anyway, here comes the history bit. Hope I don't bore you. Okay, just get on with it, Nisnia part two. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to our lovely listeners out there. Whatever, bro. You suck up. Well, the word kebab was originated in Ibn Sayyar al-Warik's 10th century Baghdadi cookbook, Kitab al-Tabik, 
it describes a kebab as cut up meat either fried in a pan or grilled over a fire. The word kebab most likely came into the English language in the late 17th century derived from Arabic. The Turkish word of kebab, that's K-E-B-A-P, was also derived from Arabic. This is according to the linguistic Sivan Nisanyan. I think that's correct. It just means roasted meat. Also, in the American Heritage Dictionary, it describes the word kebab as burn, char, or roasted, and it has an Arabic origin. So the takeaway from this is that the word kebab means small chunks of meat cooked over a fire. Short history lesson complete. Did you get the joke? What did you think of it? Hey Dims, wake up. I thought I was the sleepy one. Oh wow, I'm still alive. You almost bored me to death there, so. Oi, bro, that's rude. Anyway, I'll carry on with this episode without you. I'm just gonna mute your mic. No, don't, don't you dare. Don't you dare, you cheeky. Hey, is my mic still on? Hey, mic check, one, two, mic check. Hey, is this thing on? Yeah. I'll put your mic back on. I'll give you one more chance. You better behave. Otherwise, you're out. Okay, I will. Chill out, bro. Anyway, can you guess roughly how many kinds of kebabs there are around the world? Is that a trick question? No, it isn't. Go on. Make a guess. Um, I'd say about 25. In my research, I found that there are roughly 50 or so sort of different types of kebabs. But I'm sure there might be more as not everyone has experienced everything. As some might be, let's say, like a hidden gem. Wow, 50. I didn't think that there was that many variations. Good to know, you learn something new every day. That's true. Looks like I'll have to name them all. What, all 50? Nah, that's too much. We can't name all of them on this episode. But if the listeners want me to complete the whole list, they will just have to pay us. What do you say, Dims? Yeah, good idea, Sol. We'll have to start our own Patreon page for the real diehard NSN fans. But for now... Please do carry on, Sol. Well, I'll start with the title one, which has a South Asian lore, and that is Sikh Kebab. Sikh Kebab is made with spice, minced or ground meat. It is usually chicken, goat or lamb. In Afghanistan and Pakistan, it is sometimes made with beef and is formed into cylinders on skewers and then grilled on a tandoor. The texture of a Sikh Kebab is soft and succulent. It is seasoned with various spices such as garlic, green chili pepper or powdered chili, coriander, mint leaves and finally garam masala. Sikh kebab 
are typically served with raita, which is like a chutney, or other chutney such as green chutney. Other sides includes are salad and onion slices. It is typically eaten with a naan or sometimes with a paratha. Hey Dims, did you know that you can have a vegetarian sea kebab? Veggie kebab? What's that made out of then? In India, vegetarian sea kebabs are made with beans, carrots, cauliflowers, green peas and potatoes. So you see, it can be suitable for vegetarians as well. Okay, cool. Are there any others? Here are a few other South Asian ones. First one is Bihari Kebab. This one's a beef mixed with herbs and seasoning on a skewer. Next one is Pan Kebab. A unique kebab sandwich with beef, lamb, fish or chicken. Purara Kebab. Made from goat or lamb chops with spices and charcoal grilled. Chapli Kebab. And not the jumble kebab. Chapli kebab, a spice, tangy round kebab made on ground beef and cooked in animal fat. Shami kebab, this kebab is small pate of minced beef or chicken and ground chickpeas and spices. And finally, these ones should be quite obvious. You've got shish kebab, tandoori kebab and tikka kebab. Stop it, you're making me hungry, Sol. Dems, have you heard untried shuan or kawap? I think that's how it's pronounced. Shuan kawap? No, what's that? Well, in China, they have shuan or formerly known as kawap. This is a variation of kebabs, but it originated from the Uyghur people in the western province of Xinjiang. This food has spread across the rest of the country and has now become a popular street food. The most traditional form of chuan uses lamb or mutton, but you can now get it in either chicken, beef, pork and seafood. They are cut in small pieces of meat and are skewed, either roasted or deep fried. Cumin or otherwise known as zirin pepper, sesame and sesame oil are the common spices and the condiments included on this kebab. Okay, cool. I didn't know China had their own kebab. But what about the Turks? Aren't they known for their kebabs? Obviously, Turkey is renowned for kebabs. They have so many. I don't think we can fit all of them in this episode. Here are just a few. Just a heads up. Apologize if I mess up pronunciating them. The first one is called Alanazik, which is a kebab made with ground meat in a saucepan. The seasoning is with garlic, yogurt and aubergine. The next one is called bugu or bug, and that's how it's pronounced. It is a steamed kebab which is cooked in a pan or in a casserole. It is cooked with pearl onions, garlic, thyme and other spices such as cumin. Next we have seger kebab which is a liver kebab and it is usually eaten with sliced onions, salad and bread. Okay, well what about the most famous kebab of them all? Drum roll please. The Donner Kebab. 
It literally means rotating kebab in Turkish. It is made with sliced lamb, beef or chicken, slowly roasted on a vertical rotisserie spit. So it's a bit like a shawarma then? Yeah, you could say that. But did you know that in one country in Europe, it is really famous and that is... Is it Russia? Bro, I already gave you a warning. Stop interrupting me. It isn't Russia, it's Germany. To be precise, it was Berlin. It was around in the 1970s that it became one of the most popular takeaway food all due to Turkish immigrants and is commonly sold by Turks and is considered a Turkish-German specialty in Germany. That's why we have GDK here in the UK. What's that? German Donner Kebab. Have you never heard of it? And have you been to one? Oh yeah, German Donner. GDK, duh. Yeah, I have tried it. It's quite nice. There was a bit of hype about it a few years ago when it first came out in the UK. But to be honest with you, I have tried the one in Manchester and it was alright. But the one I tried in Scotland was banging. Or was lit. Fire. Whatever kids say nowadays. What about you, Sol? Have you tried it? Yes, I have. I've been to the one in Batley. It was okay. I had the donor box. I prefer the beef one than the chicken one. Do you remember what you ordered? Yeah, I had the box. And I think it's slightly overpriced for what you get. And it just about does the job, if you get what I mean. Totally agree what you mean. Anyway, love to talk more about it, but we need to carry on with the rest of this episode. The next one is an interesting one. I think this is how it's pronounced. Pat Lökan Kebab, which means it's an aubergine kebab. I can make it at home for nothing. And a small aubergine. Jokes aside, it's a kebab made with meat, marinated in spices and served with an aubergine. Included is a hot Turkish pita bread and yogurt sauce. And finally, we have shish kebab, which consists of small cubes of meat or fish on a skewer and then grilled. The meaning of shish in Turkish is sword or skewer according to tradition. The dish was invented by medieval soldiers who used their swords to grill meat over an open field fire. In Turkey, shish kebab doesn't normally contain any vegetables. They might cook it on a separate skewer. It can be prepared with lamb, beef, chicken or fish, but pork is never used. Sheesh! I've been to Istanbul and it's uh, quite a nice place. Have you been? Unfortunately, I haven't. Well, you should try and visit. It's a, it's a good location. Might do, one day. Anyway, speaking of location... Another location that has Persian varieties of kebabs, and that is Iran. This one is one of my favourite and it's called Kobida Kebab. It's made with minced meat, which is made from ground lamb, beef or chicken, often mixed with parsley and chopped onions. It could be served with a naan or with rice. I prefer with a naan. You can add salad, mint or with chilli sauce. I prefer it with chilli sauce. I thought it was an Afghan kebab. As a local restaurant I visit, the workers there, they all have an Afghan background. I thought the same until I did my research. Well, the next one is called Juje Kebab, 
personally never heard of it, but it consists of chicken pieces. It is first marinated in minced onions and lemon juice with saffron and then grilled over a fire. Sometimes it's served with tomato and pepper. In my research, I found that this kebab is a popular Persian dish. I've not heard of this one before, nor tried it. Have you? I haven't, but one I assume you have, and that is shawarma. It is really famous in Egypt, not really considered a kebab, but I just thought I'd mention it as it is a very popular type of grilled meat. Yes, you mentioned this in great detail in episode 7, which was shawarma, ayam, pangang, padang and mango lassi. Why do you name these episodes so complicated, So That's what they're called. I can't change them. What? If... Am I, did I say that right, though? Yeah. Yeah, so if you've not heard that, please check it out. It's episode 7, and it was actually a great episode. Exactly, bro. We need our old episodes to be listened into as well. Yeah, true say. So if you've not heard them yet, make sure you do go back and check them out. You won't be disappointed. Anyway... In Southeast Asia, such as Malaysia and Thailand, and particular in Indonesia, we have a kebab called satay. This kebab is seasoned, skewed and grilled and served with a sauce. Satay consists of diced or sliced beef, chicken, goat, lamb, mutton, pork or fish and other meats. Another alternative, which is tofu. The traditional skewers are made from midrib of coconut palm, but bamboo skewers are used often too. It is grilled over a wood or charcoal fire and spice is then added. It can be served with various sauces, but the most common combination is soya and peanut sauce. Hence why peanut sauce is often called satayah sauce. Sounds tasty. Why are you always making me hungry? We should go for a satay after this episode. How about we go for a sauce A sauce What's that? Well, in South Africa, they have a kebab called sauce The term comes from sate, which is a skewered meat, and sauce, which is a spicy sauce. The dish usually is a lamb or mutton cooked on skewers. It is of a Cape Malay origin. The recipe varies but commonly, the ingredients can include cubes of lamb, beef, chicken, dried apricots, red onions and mixed peppers. That sounds good. We'll go for that then. Or we can go for a suya. Suya? What's that? In West Africa, they have a spicy kebab called suya. This is a popular food in West Africa. It originates from Nigeria and in Sudan, it is called agashe suya. It's generally made with skewed beef, chicken or ram and other inward parts of the animal such as liver and kidney. It is thinly sliced and the meat is marinated in various spices such as dehydrated peanut cookie, quilly quilly, I think that's how it's pronounced. Other items are included such as salt, vegetable oil and other spices and flavouring and then it's finally barbecued. Mm. Barbecue. That sounds spicy. I thought you don't like spicy foods. I don't mind spice now and then. Like you said, you learn something new every day. 
So why not try something new every day? True say, Sol. True say. There are still many more available, but as for time, we couldn't go through all of them. Hey, Jims, as it's coming up to midnight, what do you say we hit a kebab place? Feel like having a midnight munch. Well, I'm peckish, so let's do this. Cool. Hope we don't bump into some of those pub crawlers. Yeah, well at this time of night, in a kebab shop, you're bound to bump into a few deads. Anyway, on that note, hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's been an interesting one. Bye for now. Ta-ra for now. Cheers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.